Part two of the Run at the Score team preview special is today. We've got the AFC teams, and we just got some big news about Le'Veon Bell's contract situation, so we're going to be talking about that at the top of the show. We've also got some fun things planned for you, so let's get into it. Let's preview the AFC, and let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott hey. and Tom. Hey, everybody. Gentlemen, a very rare occurrence, but we've actually gone a full week without an episode. We recorded the NFC previews on a Friday. It's now Monday, a week and a half later, basically. Uh, so lots to get to. Uh, first oh, yeah. of all, happy Prime Day. To you and yours as Amazon well. Amazon Prime Day. We started, I figured, because uh, most of the people who listen to the show know that the AFC team previews was coming. So I thought, let's do something a little different to to mix up the show a little bit. Something a little unexpected. So on Amazon Prime Day, where we have tons of savings and tons of great deals on Amazon Prime, I'm thinking, who do you guys have identified in your mock drafts as a guy you're getting prime value on so far this season? Who's going first? Can just be one you name. You go first. All right. Well, for me, and I don't think we've even talked about who, so hopefully I don't steal yours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Corey Clement. He has definitely not climbed up the ESPN ladder quite yet, and uh, I'm getting him in like the last round, I like maybe it. second to last round. Yeah, that's And I a know that I've been, uh, you know, standing up for JHI. Yeah. But the whole point is, is that I think they can both exist, and I think... You know, the hype is going to rise on Corey Clement, but if you're drafting now or anything like that, he's still at a great value. Of course. Oh, yeah, for sure. Scott, do you want to go or can I, should I get mine? Oh, uh, go ahead. I'm going to go with Mohamed Sanu. He is practically free. Mm-hmm. His catches were on par with Julio Jones. His touchdowns were more than Julio Jones last year. Yardage, obviously, there's a big discrepancy in favor of Julio Jones, but Mohamed Sanu was a sneaky wide receiver to flex value last year, and he's free too. Like, I've been getting him in the last, I've been drafting him as Mr. Irrelevant. In yeah. some of my mocks. Yeah. So that's why I like them. Sometimes, sticking, like, sometimes oh, sorry, I try to want to not draft these guys. I just yeah. pretend draft them in my head. Right. So that I don't influence their ADP. Right. Yeah, I know. I've, so no one out there mock Corey Clement, Muhammad Sanu, or, or Tevin Coleman. Oh, no. Oh, he's yeah. going, he's still way too like late. I agree yeah. with yeah. what you're saying. Like, he's, he's just not free. Yeah. He's not free at all, but he's still, we're talking about great value and great deals. You're right. Right. Yeah. So I've been mocking him in like the tenth round. I was, and that is just insane. There was an episode where you said like, "Oh, you know, Tevin Coleman, eighth, ninth, tenth round," and I was like, "No, that can't be." And it's still staying true. But it is true. I didn't even realize that. It's it's mind blowing. And it's like when I see him there, I'm like, no problem. Every single time, zero RB fallback guy. I agree. Yeah, he's the ultimate now with that with that draft value. There's no sense in uh, in trying to go to those other guys. Yeah. Yeah. Over the weekend, we had France take the World Cup. Tom, you got yourself some free food off of that, so congratulations to you. Thank you. Uh, gentlemen, if you had to pick one NFL player who you think would be good playing soccer in the World Cup, who would it be? That's Did we have outlaw to be... kickers for this? We didn't outlaw them, but I think we're just more creative than to pick a kicker. Good. Yeah. Very good. It's I'm, an athletic. It's more of an athletic game than people like to give it credit for. Too. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm going to go with Sebastian Janik. No, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Chad Ocho Cinco. You nice. may know him by the name of Chad Johnson, yep. the artist formerly known as. He plays a lot. Probably of FIFA. still in fantasy player pools. Maybe he plays a lot of FIFA online. He'll tweet about it. Just play with random people and right. all that stuff. So he's got his. He's so got conceptually, his he he's knows. got his soccer IQ about him, yes. right? And. Uh, if you dig back into the memory banks and the hidden vaults of NFL video files or yep. whatever, you'll actually find that he kicked a PAT and then uh-huh. kicked off yep. in yeah. a game. So yeah, I remember that. He's got the foot on him. Obviously, he's uh, he's got twinkle toes, route running magic, all yep. that good stuff. So I think he's got all the ingredients yep. to be a World Cup player. Ocho Cinco was always faster than anybody ever gave him credit for. I mean, let's yeah. be honest with this: the the state of America's. World Cup team, he yeah. could probably Let's get be him a tryout. Yeah. yeah. Let's get him a tryout. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who's going to play goalie for me to do with some huge hands. He's tall. It's not Josh Allen. Not Josh <laughs> Allen. This is a guy who's proven that he can wreak havoc at the line of scrimmage as a defensive <laughs> lineman. Captain America himself, J.J. Swat. 
Well, yeah, that's so my goalie. I was gonna I'll say build out from him. He's so big that can Monster. he can he jump like that? But then I I remember the videos of him doing the box yeah. jumps yeah. where he's just jumping yeah. an insane amount. Right. He would be an awesome goalie. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, and that's a great position to have like an intimidating guy. You know, like he'd be like filling out that long sleeve jersey uniform on corners. Like, Holy crap! On corners, yeah, <laughs> he just jumps up through yeah. bodies. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's no one's touching JJ Watt. In no, the box. not at all. Scott, let's go to yours because it has a tie in that we need for a transition. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I had to go last. That's right. I, yeah. I, I felt slighted because I went last two times in a row, no, but, but you know, yeah. whatever. I understand now. I'm going with Odell Beckham. I saw a video a few years ago of him just like messing around with a soccer ball, and it was awesome. And he's just an incredible athlete. So I think that he would just be so good. He's and, got the flair for dramatics that, uh, yeah, that exactly. I, he need. would be such a good flopper oh, on yeah. the field. Like yeah. he would be unbelievable. He's already Neymar in that hey, regard. Yeah. And hey. with his long, crazy hair like yep. Neymar used to have, he doesn't have it like that no. anymore. But, you know, there's a lot of similarities between yeah. those I two. I like him. I like that pick a lot. And there's celebration time pretty yeah. much. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. He would have a nice uh, run yeah. around. He'd yeah, be running yeah. around for minutes out He'd there. He'd be pissing all over the field, <laughs> yeah. now, all over the pitch. <laughs> now, as we are recording <laughs> this the major league baseball all-star break home run derby is going on gentlemen who do you think in the nfl could participate and win potentially the home run derby tom and here's the transition we've all been waiting for my pick odell beckham jr yeah, there you go <laughs> after be- he wins the world cup he goes right to the home run derby he'd be pissing all over the baseball field too <laughs> because i don't know if you saw but i think he was down in miami anaheim yeah Anaheim? Anaheim, the okay. Angels Park, yeah. Yeah, and he was just hitting dingers Destroyed. in batting practice. He cranked a couple out of Yankee Stadium like two weeks ago, too, And actually. that's the thing. That's that's what you need yeah. in the home run derby. You need those slice through butter, make it look easy, don't get yourself so winded. Yep. You know, you gotta. It's it's multiple rounds this thing, right? And I think Odell Beckham has got the stamina. It's a lot of swings. It's a lot of swings. And you got to be naturally strong. Oh, so yeah. I'm going with Gronk. Okay. <laughs> Give me Gronk. And I'm just thinking that, you know, he's, he's probably played at some point in his life. So he's got a decent enough swing. All he's got to do is make contact. And he's sending these things out no problem. Him you and know, Big Poppy. Oh, yeah. Him and like, he's like Judge up there crushing him. You know that Rob Gronkowski has played baseball before simply for the fact that Little League has six innings and Major League Baseball has nine innings. <laughs> <laughs> I think right? one of like, his, that's got to be it. One of his brothers is a baseball player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he has like. It's in his blood. They reproduce by budding in the Gronkowski family. So he probably just had a new baby brother born like two days ago. Oh, uh, yep. Twitter update. We got another one. There's another Gronkowski. He's playing fullback for whatever team doesn't have a Gronkowski right now. Um, naturally strong, Saquon Barkley. Oh. It's right? in the legs. It's in the legs. One. Yeah. Don't, I like that. Don't hate on Saquon's arms. I mean, people are falling in love with Saquon's workouts. I think Saquon can take. Can hit some mammies. A lot of giants in <laughs> this. Mammoth yeah. shots. That Too was much giants went. respect for my yeah. taste. We should. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to talk about Eli real quick? I was going to say. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> NFC episode. but Eli would pitch to yeah. uh, both of them. Yeah. Eli would. And I think that actually would be the case. Eli's, yeah. first, pitch, <laughs> Eli's first pitch in home run derby pr- practice would be intercepted. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. And not by the bat into the stands. Like someone would just be like, picked off. Where did he come from? All right. Glad we got our fun out of the way. We're super serious. Rest of the episode, yeah, no more as fun. we always are on this show. For sure. We're talking AFC teams, and I figured it would be very beneficial for us to lead off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, today was a whirlwind of news for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, there were reports that came out that they were close to a deal. Then there were reports that came out that they weren't going to get a deal done, and Le'Veon was considering sitting out half the year. Yep. Then there were reports that they definitely officially didn't get the deal done. Now Le'Veon Bell puts out a statement, kind of makes it seem like he's planning on you know doing his due diligence, playing out this year on yeah. that um, franchise tag contract and testing the waters. So it puts us in a little bit of a conundrum with drafting Le'Veon Bell because, of course, he's either one overall or I, two overall, and that's it. I don't think there's much of a conundrum here. Like He had to say that he was going to sit games to try that's the that's the only leverage he has left to offer to the team to try and get a huge deal. Like that that's all he has left. It's like, okay, well then I just won't play. You know, and then what I'll I mean? go sign somewhere else. But at the end He's of the day, Kawhi Leonard. At the end of the day, he realized, okay, I I kind of need to play. I need this money, so yeah. let me go get this money. Yep. And that just means to me that they both know that it's over after this year. Why wouldn't the Steelers just give him as many touches as he could possibly handle, which 
I mean, maybe we've seen that. Maybe we haven't. I yeah. hope I hope we haven't. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, his tweet today, he was like saying, you know, it's, it's a business, uh, blah, 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 blah. 2018 <laughs> will be my best nice season. Nice quote, Tom. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a long tweet. We've, they've, they've extended the character limit. We just don't have that kind of time. Yeah, you're right. And he said, 2018 will be my best season to date. So for me, that means he's going to play every game. Uh, it doesn't take Nostradamus to predict that this was going to happen. Yep. This, uh this disagreement between but him and the organization. You did call it. But that's, yeah, I just want to say, you know, we, we put this out there in the ether in season one at the end yep. of the regular season. Right. 1.49 for those of you who are inevitably going to fact check us on this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I said, you know, it's going to make him slip maybe unnecessarily a few spots in the draft. Right. So, if, you know, if rumors do start to swirl again where he might be sitting, for me, I'll take him anywhere in the first round. If yeah. someone's a little scared, if someone takes, good. Uh, this is what I said on the other episode, someone takes Gurley, that's fine. Someone takes David Johnson. That's fine. I can see why you might be having your reservations. Right. But if he falls to me, I will take him because yeah. I just don't see him sitting out. He's been all talk the entire time, and he's still going to get paid $14.5 million this year. Right. So poor, poor Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yeah just a million dollars a game. I can yeah. think of 14.5 million reasons why he's going to play out that contract. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the other Pittsburgh Steeler whose ADP is in the first round, Antonio Brown. Um, hey rules. What else? Hey rules. There to say? Yeah. I, do we put let like if this you're at a where point where you can get Le'Veon or Antonio <laughs> Brown? Like, do you take Le'Veon over Antonio Brown, or is it another situation, Tom, where you're like, I could see it doing going either way? Well, I take Le'Veon just because of the position scarcity at running yeah. back, and that means you're you're probably way toward the front of the first round, and it's going to be a different look at yeah. running backs yeah. available by the time that meter gets back to yeah. you. And okay, the, and the touch, just the amount of touches yeah. that Le'Veon gets is just—it's not really fair to compare right. those two. Yeah, to try to move on quicker, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, fifth, sixth, seventh round ADP right now. He's Wide actually moving three up. Flex. He's been moving up like four. Do we five. like him there? Is it okay that he's there? No. Every no. year, every year this happens, right, guys, with the Steelers, right? There's this receiver that slips into the fourth or fifth round, and it's a little too early. I like Juju a lot this year. But as my every week starting WR2, I don't think it's it's going to be there like that for him. But he should have a lot of one-on-one. Yeah. He okay. should be fine. Um, I don't think it'll tank you if you pick him or anything like that. But he's going right next to like Larry Fitzgerald and some yeah. other guys. Larry Fitzgerald finished. I know you guys are going to yell at me. I see it in Scott's eyes. He's ready for it. But Larry Fitzgerald finished as like a top five receiver, number three. three. He All was right, wide yeah. receiver three in PPR. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously <laughs> I'm going to take him over Juju. Yeah. And my rankings show that. Yes, they do. They do. Barely. But anyway. Um, ben Roethlisberger, I think positive matchups. He's living the stream. Scott? Week one, Big Ben, I'm in. I thought yeah. you were going to profess your love to, to what? Big Ben. Oh, no, no. No, that's a different. That's, that's Big Len. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, I think I misread that. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. That's all right. Uh, Vance McDonald? People I might not gonna, even know who that is. I was going to say, wow. I don't know why. Yeah, you're yeah. like, I'm interested to hear yeah, this. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. forget. No, no, no. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm, I'm interested in Big Ben if you're if you're looking for a guy, you know, if you're if you're going to live the stream week one, he gets the Browns. Yeah. 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 Cool thing about him is like when you're in a quote unquote savvy league, no one likes him. Yeah. yeah. So I've been in, you know, a savvy league where I've gotten him in the 13th round and I'm just like, all right. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm fine with Big Ben in the 13th yeah. round. Thank um, you very much. All right. Let's move to their most bitter rivals, the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tyrod's free. That's Love awesome. Him. He's not even in the top 200, which no. is a, just a disservice, a travesty, a uh, fine with us, a mockery. I have seen Josh Gordon <laughs> drafted in the fourth round, and that's, that's where he's way going. too high. Well, you you love him, though. I do love him, but I don't love him there. It's an upside pick. Well, let's think about it. Where, where did you have him as a wide receiver? Uh, I had him in the wide receiver two range, so it does make sense, yeah. but I don't know that I'm, I'm willing to pay that. Well, just because of the risk and the safety of some of the other options around him? Yeah, Probably, man. yeah. To me, there's a lot of really safe guys that just go in the same area as him, and even like, a guy like like Alshon Jeffrey. How about like, like in the his same teammate round. Jarvis Landry? Yeah, I mean, I think we they're all, getting drafted right around the same areas. We would all prefer DT. Yeah, and exactly. he goes way further. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so that's okay. that's where I'm at with him. But Jarvis Landry, I mean, I expressed my concerns with him in the in the wide receiver rankings. So go listen to that. One. So go ahead and listen to that, and let you know I feel I'm not saying anything. No, yeah. but I'm just uh, I'm just scared of his. You know, his touchdowns are going to be capped like they were. You know, in the in the years past, I think yeah. I don't think he's just going to be this huge beneficiary of touchdowns and blowout time like yeah. he was in Miami last year. I got I mean, something. If you want Corey Coleman, he's free. Go ahead, Tom. Well, so when I was re-listening to that episode about where I said the stuff about Le'Veon Bell, something else I said 
was that Duke Johnson is going to be the steal of the draft this year. Yeah. He finished as running back 11 in full point PPR. I know. Wild. He's basically, you know, an afterthought in most draft lines. He's like Double in the same round as Tevin Coleman. Yeah. And, I mean, they extended his contract. They yeah. are going to put him on the field for every third down situation. He lines up in the slot sometimes. And I think the Browns are going to be losing a lot. One of the I things think he'll still be used plenty. And I think me too. I, I kind of going to take my own advice on this one and start working him into the uh, the rotation. Yeah, I like that. I like that, especially you know in those full PPR leagues. He's going to return value. And yeah. Another thing that is interesting is that it seems like those pass-catching running backs, when, when those other parts of the team start to come together is when they actually have more success because yep. they're the ones that get the exploitable matchup, you know. So yeah. with with Jarvis out there and Corey Coleman and Josh Gordon, Duke Johnson's going to be able to run around on whatever linebacker is going to try and catch him. And I agree with you. I think he's, it's going to be a big year for him. You guys know I love David Njoku. He's for the second year. He's my plum pick tight end. Is he in the stream? Is he a wait and see kind of guy right now for you? Or what's your take on him? I only would wait and see just because, you know, week one is not so great for him, yeah. right. you know. So my whole idea is, you know, Tyrod has always really peppered the tight end. So mm-hmm. that really could happen. Yeah. And the Browns have used tight ends historically. Gary Barnage, my dude, the barnyard dog. The barnyard dog. dog. <laughs> I mean, he was a... That's a throwback. I mean, but he was a glorious, was glorious awesome. thing oh, when yeah. he was on. Oh, yeah. So it's not like those playbook or those plays are completely scribbled out of the playbook for sure and uh it's not like tyrod doesn't look at those and raise an eyebrow so i think it's uh a speculative person but yeah. i'm not drafting he's, him yeah he's one of those no guys way. that's in the streamer mix though for yeah. sure i think uh the chubb hide situation like i think some people are just kind of taking duke johnson so they don't have to deal with that's the divvy my... between those two and i think yeah. that's kind of the consensus with us is yeah. if you want a browns running back take duke johnson yeah the, the thing that that's kind of scary for me with hide and chubb is that like Hyde is on a contract where they really only have to pay him this year if they want. So like if he got completely phased out of the offense, it it really doesn't mean that much. The Browns are not gonna, you know, they're not gonna make the playoffs. They're not worried about cap because they don't pay anybody because they don't really have anybody to pay. Yeah. So, you Dick know Johnson. if they have to waste money on Carlos Hyde sitting the bench for Nick Chubb, they'll they'll probably be willing to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, so they took a flyer on Brock Osweiler's contract. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So so to me, it's it's a little nerve wracking with him, yeah, and that also makes it tough for Chubb right. because it's also like, okay, we can just use the crap out of Hyde for one year yeah. and then get rid of him. So it, there's a, I see there's negative stories on both sides. Yeah. So I would just avoid it. All right, uh, we'll go to the Ravens. Alex Collins' ADP is where I want to start because he's in that fifth, sixth range, getting taken like right around like Jai, um, Derrick Henry. Darius I have not Geis. ended up with him anywhere i think his trying to figure out why it's because his upside is kind of capped i think yeah um last year he he came out like a bottle rocket you know that was like the best he's ever played by far the ravens still love kenneth dixon through all that that's happened they got buck allen who they use in the red zone in the passing game all the time so i think this is just going to be a rotational type of thing where alex collins leads and carries but it's not anything to get excited about, and it's tough to predict. I yeah. do agree that his upside is probably capped because I don't think they're going to be an amazing team, right? And that means they're going to have you know less game scripts that are positive to uh, the Bruins. And he type is not a pass catcher at yeah. all. Um, to, for their wide receivers, Crabtree's ADP is kind of in the six, seven, eight range. Um, Willie Sneed is practically free. He is free. He, he was is almost free. to me. He's the Ravens receiver then because of his his value. He's the guy that I want. He was going to be my prime day guy, but I already talked about him. Yeah, yeah. He's my plum he, pick, I think. Yeah, uh, it reminds me of like Kamar Aiken in that offense. You know, like Dude, a, a smaller Kamar guy Aiken who's like pretty quick, me. pretty good hands. You know, but he was good in there. You know, no, so hopefully so he could be Kamar like Kamar Aiken was so good. Right. That's the thing. That's yeah. why I just like. I don't know, man. Yeah, that uh, what blew happened? Our minds. What happened? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Sneed's not the same way because I think. Him and Crabtree are both going to see a huge target share. Sneed is not a fade into the background kind of guy with hair like that. No. stand out. (laughs) Yeah. So besides desperation or a dare, what would it take you guys to stream Joe Flacco this year? The Browns. I played him last year. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, the right matchup. <laughs> and he got man. me 22 points, I think. <laughs> all right. He got, so. It was the only game all year he had a rushing touchdown. <laughs> of course. And it just completely bailed him out. But so desperation, I'll play Adair, any, or I the will Browns. play any quarterback against any team if the matchup is right. All right. Same. Fair enough. And I will bench any quarterback against any team if the matchup is wrong. And um, that's also why I like to pick the quarterback late because I don't get angry about benching them. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Cincinnati because I don't think the Ravens really have a tight end that we need to speak on. Well, Double it's, X too, Williams. it's so crowded. Yeah. That Boyle. Boyle uh, is actually from our area in New Jersey, so I'm yeah. rooting for him to win the job. But we need some, we need some anyway. more uh, training camp, who's getting the first team reps yeah. talk to come out yeah, about yeah. that position All right, right now. Because like you guys said, there's just a little too many names. Yeah. And Hayden Hurst. They picked him first. That's over, right. Yeah. First tight end out of the draft. Yep. Yep. Um, Cincinnati. AJ Green. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, we're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. You fucking botched that. (laughs) I really, really... (laughs) Huge opportunity missed. (laughs) You only get one shot at that one a year, Don. I'm really starting to uh, We'll never talk about the Bengals again. I'm really starting to fall in love with Joe Mixon. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he has a really high upside. He's He's probably locked into a lot of touches. He's getting drafted as a low-end RB, too. He's got RB potential. The the value is so nice for me that I think he's just going to be like a solid like 80 yards, couple catches kind of guy, and he'll get you – you know, six or eight touchdowns throughout the year. I think he's just going to be like a solid RB two. That and that's what he was towards Week the end of last year. Yeah, I, I've been I've been loving like Jordan Howard as my as my RB two so far in in my you know my mock drafts and my my strategies. But he's like my backup to him. Yeah, I like that. Uh, AJ Green back end first round, high end second round. In some cases, I've seen him creep back to like the middle of the second round, you can get pretty good value on him right now. Yeah. Uh, so he's a guy to keep track of, especially if you're on that quick turnaround, pick eight, nine, 10 uh, in the first round, you might be able to get yourself a nice wide receiver yeah. stable. Another good thing about, about Mixon too, is that Gio Bernard is still free. Yeah. And you can just handcuff him. My like, plumb pick running back. Right. You can just handcuff him so easily that like, right. And Tom, so you're by doing that, you kind of think that, Bernard might have some standalone value. Yeah, it's it's really honestly the same thing as the JHI and Corey Clement. Right. Yeah. Like there's so many offenses in the National Football League now where there's two running backs that are fantasy relevant. Yeah. And that's why on the other episode I was defending JHI because there people are like, Oh, Doug Peterson doesn't use one running back. I'm like <laughs> right. no one uses one. There's like no three one teams that yeah. have one running back yeah. and half like most of them you can play both. So yeah. I don't understand the argument that you're making. Right, right. You know? Um oh. Uh, the tight ends, Tyler Croft, <laughs> Tyler Eifert, oh. the Tyler's, <laughs> the Tyler's. Um, you don't want to handcuff a tight end, obviously. But no, assuming but it, that Tyler Eifert is still made of glass, Tyler Croft's a name to keep track of because of that monster down, Week 16 yeah. matchup. You don't, you don't week draft the Browns. This, you don't draft this handcuff. You just stay ready on yeah. the waiver wire. You just and know. you pluck him because yeah. you can tell when Eifert's injuries are coming. The, the talks start when where, he's. Let's say he like hobbles through a game. Yeah. And he's like questionable, and you he's not playing. And you don't have Eifert, like so that way. Like let's say you're streaming, like you're listening to us, you're trying yeah. to just you know go through it. We'll you're tell you. The we're gonna be like pick up Tyler. Croft it's time for week. Croft. Yeah, we'll know when it's time because we'll be relying on him in our own leagues. <laughs> and I think we were like, I, I think of all streamer guys, because we, we used him like three or four times. Yeah, we yeah. were dead on each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of we, we knew of when to we play were. him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how, that's how it is with tight end though, you yep. know. The matchups show out for themselves, and they're yeah. typically consistent. It was AFC, a great year for it last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first person to say the division gets to choose where we go next. West. Okay. AFC West. <laughs> I just say West every time. <laughs> I just say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so far, it's worked. Uh, the AFC West: Denver, Case Keenum, free. Love we love it. him in the stream, but he may end up being a guy you can trust season long, depending on how quickly he can get moving. Uh, and Tom, you actually brought something up. He's got a tougher matchup against Seattle Week One. Well, I don't make actually, cool people on him. I actually, yeah, I don't think it's that tough. Is the thing tougher so, matchup to who? Yeah, yeah, I think that people are gonna think it's a tough matchup because maybe they forgot that the Seahawks had a fire sale. And yeah, Cam Chancellor retired. <laughs> yeah, so oh, it's like, wow. what's yeah, going on? That's my point. They don't have anyone back there. No, no sure. Earl Thomas is there, but apparently he's he still could get traded before the season starts. Yeah, Literally. and one player doesn't derail the whole thing, no. especially with two receivers like that and rookie running back by the name of Royce Freeman, who we I'm love. All about. I'm a, I like him a lot too. I've been ending up with him a lot 
um, as like my RB four. Yeah, I really like the the just the rookie RB value right now is so great. Yeah, yeah my point so great. even beyond Saquon too, which you is drafted him as as maybe flexes. My yeah. original point was that uh, some people might think that's a tough matchup, so they'll avoid picking right. him for week one. Uh, but I think you could probably do way worse than Case Keenum yeah. on week one. Yeah. Um, and the reason I would go with Case Keenum is if you believe he's got that built in week to week upside. Right. Yeah. And I'll tell you who else I'm in on, Tom. I'm in, I'm in with uh, Butt Stuff, 2K18. Oh, yes. I was looking at the, the strength of schedule. And, you know, for tight end, it's really – I think that that one's the, the best one to pay attention to because of the consistency year to year <laughs> against how teams, how teams are just consistently bad against the tight end. He's got favorable matchups. He's got a quarterback that just asked Kyle Rudolph, loved throwing the ball to the tight end. I like, the, I like this link up here. I think, I'm, I think I'm in with you. He's a guy I'm looking at, like, you know, not maybe – Someone I'm drafting, but someone I'm paying attention to maybe after that first week against Seattle. When he rips yeah, off I think he's getting drafted next year. Yeah. I like that a lot. You know, I, like I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, DT Emmanuel Sanders, where they're both going is awesome for them. I love them. Denver yeah. is like value yeah. city out here yeah. for real. They're like every single every single guy at their position you're getting at such a good value. Yeah. They're like a dollar store. DT in the fifth? DT in the fifth. What? Manny Sanders 150 in the targets in the fifth? I sent you guys a mock draft uh, about with the keepers for our home league. And Scott's like, that's nice, but you're not getting Demarius Thomas there. <laughs> <laughs> However Just early you think no you have to shot. get him, earlier than that. <laughs> uh, because I'm drafting before. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Kansas City. Uh, Kareem Hunt, first rounder. Um, you know, if he just repeats what he did. I'm scared. That, he's worth I'm a little scared for I'm him. I'm very scared. I'm not drafting him. There's a lot going I'm in not that drafting direction. him either. Yeah. There's so many other guys on the front end and back end and wide receiver, even Gronk, that I, I would rather have than Kareem Hunt when yeah. I'm starting off the team right there with this huge commitment. That cold spell just... Nine yeah. long nine weeks. Nine long weeks. And I had him in nine nine league games. <laughs> the only <laughs> league I had him in was a standard league. Oh, so it was no. like I had to keep trotting him out for two, three, two. I'm like, come on, yeah. Kareem. He, he had 40 week one. <laughs> Wild. It was the highest performance until Todd Gurley in the fantasy. Yeah, yeah. right. So um, he makes me nervous, and especially with a new standard. quarterback. I think Mahomes is just, you know, there's risk behind him, obviously. Yeah. But there's obviously huge upside. And I got him as great Mr. Position. Irrelevant in a mock. You love doing that, huh? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, yeah. in one of my drafts, I know I have the 10th pick. Yeah. So I the got 15th you. round, I know I have the last pick. So I do 13th round, I go kicker, uh, 14th defense, and then I wait and take, you know, a position player. And in, in one case, I got Mahomes. Okay. Nice. But anyway, um, Tyree <laughs> Kill is going like late second, early third. I like that spot a lot for him because um, he was a wide receiver in one last year and he's in some cases, being drafted as a wide receiver, too. Yeah. So I think that's a sneaky value. Of course, you bake in the Mahomes uncertainty. You bake in Sammy Watkins coming in. And you maybe don't expect exactly what Tyree Kill did. But unless you know Mahomes is the real deal and Watkins forces defenses to kind of pay yeah. less attention to Tyree Kill to stop him. Um, and by the way, I like Watkins where he's going, too. Yeah, I think He's Watkins, like your first guy off the bench type range. I like that a lot. Watkins is going to have value, and it's going to be like, this is going to be a long, convoluted thing, but here we go. I, I think <laughs> wouldn't expect anything less, Tom. I think Watkins is going to be like Tyreek Hill last year, only worse, and then Tyreek Hill will be used for more of the intermediate stuff. Okay. Like I think he'll get a lot more screens, like yeah. short stuff, and he'll still get those bombs. Yeah, but like I think he's last year. The the talk around this time was like. Can he be a wide receiver one? Is right. he big enough? Yeah. Because he can. Can he do this? But then I, he just got wide open. All he year. was going in like the sixth <laughs> round. Yeah. So sort of like Sammy Watkins right now. Right. Yeah. So and then he hit and yeah. he did really well. But you know he's still there. So I don't think Sammy Watkins will be able to hit on that level. Yeah. But Tyreek Hill is too good to ignore. You get the ball in his hands and he makes it happen. So he's not a one trick pony. No. And I think because of that they'll use him. Still, they'll use him often, and they'll use him well, and he'll still get those deep balls, whatever. He can blow you up and, you know, have I'm a great I'm scared of, of, like, I think part of, part of the reason yeah. that I'm a little scared of Kareem Hunt is because of how you so eloquently put their how you think the change in Tyreek Hill's play is going to be, where he's going to get these screens that maybe Hunt would have got or these carries that Kareem Hunt would have got. Now Spencer Ware comes back, and he starts to get more carries. 
Andy Reid never really went to like a all in on a running back mm-hmm. like he did last year. He did it because he kind of had no choice. Necessity. Yeah, and I think that that. Hunt is a little scary. The Chiefs actually did make another huge offseason move, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw this. Akeem Hunt. Akeem Hunt. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a joke. Got yeah. cut. So <laughs> now the Akeem Kareem confusion is no more. Yeah, because Akeem, Thank you very Akeem much. was on the field so much. It was so yeah. tricky. Well, he would be out there and you'd be like, oh my God, what happened? Quick update Janice didn't get cut yeah. from the Browns yet either. No, he's, he's still there. I feel like if we're getting Akeem Hunt going, we might as well. We are the Janice number one Jeff Janice fantasy football yeah. podcast, no doubt. Um, Travis Kelsey, um, Full go. third, fourth, fifth, second tight end taken. I love him. You guys know that. Catching Kelsey season two, probably never coming, but <laughs> I was that's gonna fine. Say, really? Um, he was one of the 50 most fashionable Are you guys good with him in being your pseudo WR1 like we are with Gronk? No. I'm definitely okay with him being my wide receiver too, though. What uh, do you think, Tom? I don't think he's Gronk. Yeah. You know, I think his, his Neither touchdown. Neither is Vaughn Miller. His, his touchdown <laughs> upside. His touchdown upside is uh, capped. a little capped. You yep. know? So I think he just doesn't reach that Gronk level. But his catch numbers aren't. So... That's why I think I don't really get him a lot because you kind of have to draft him as your number one pass catcher if you, especially if you go running back, running back. Yeah. And it, when I'm doing that, obviously I can't, I can't afford it. Yeah, okay. makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I think this is the year for Phil. I really it's, do. Oh, I like the Super Bowl it's chances. Always the year it's, for yeah, Phil, Phil is going to retain QB one value. <laughs> um, Melvin Gordon going in the back end of the first round, I think, is a great value for his. You know, he's back-to-back 10 touchdown seasons, 12 touchdown seasons. I like him even. more than Kareem Hunt. Um, Perfect example. Yeah, there Me you go. Um, Keenan Allen back end first round. Full-point PPR leagues, if you can get Keenan Allen with, like, the ninth, 10th pick in the first round, you got to steal because that dude is going to put up 80, 80 to 100 catches. Another guy I really like, I think he's going to get a lot of targets in the absence of Hunter Henry, is Tyrell Williams. Yep. I think you're going to see him in the slot come back to life. Remember that first year, oh, his rookie year, we, we fell in love with him. We all had him in like all our leagues yep. off the waiver. We're starting him every week. Last year, we all drafted him, and obviously, it did not work out at <laughs> But he all. was no. like free. But he was free, and he's going to be even more free this year. So I think he's worth a, worth a flyer for sure. I think they'll sign Antonio Gates. How about Mike Williams? Yeah, I hope they do. I think they will. I just don't think he's, he's not going to camp. Yeah. No. You know? Why does I like, Antonio Gates I like, need to go to camp if he's going to go back and play? If they don't get if point. they don't get Gates, you know, and they don't have a tight end, I like Mike Williams too, just yeah. because the share the target share is going to be great. Um, is Austin Eckler late round flyer eligible yet, or are we still kind of just are we just thinking of I, him maybe as a Melvin handcuff? I think I, I really like him as a Melvin handcuff yeah. because Melvin is is he can get up, up, yeah, a lot and. They drafted another running back, but they drafted it in the seventh round, so it's not like it's it's going to be. Pu- I'm not even bothering to for him. a uh, for a spot, you yeah. know, for carries. If in the event of Melvin going down, it should be the Eckler show, which yeah. you know, would probably be interesting. Right, but um, you know, if he's in there, it's it's worth a handcuff. That's all he is at this point. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting first pick in the draft bad. I've been getting Martavis Bryant pretty late. Speaking of the Raiders, I wonder why. The <laughs> I will say he's this: got suspension written all over him. the Vegas odds. <laughs> well, I like him. All right? Yeah, of course. The Vegas odds for the Raiders are like insane. They're like twelve to one uh, odds to win the Super Bowl, and like you know, just, like just write a check eight to, to Las one Vegas. to like win the AFC. So well, you like, want to know why those guys aren't because they're moving there? You think? Well, so this is so. The people set the line in Vegas, right. pretty much. So, yeah. like, it's called swarm theory. Right. It's, it makes sense to talk about this at least for ten seconds. Quick economic like, side yeah. quest. This is like a gambling, you know, yeah. pseudo gambling thing. Right. So, like, if, gamble responsibly. Let's say there was twenty people in this room and a big jar of jelly beans. Right. Yeah. None of us would probably guess it right, but the average of all our guesses would probably be the best guess of how many jelly beans are in there. Yeah. So that's how the lines work sometimes too. Okay. And because Vegas is so convenient to place those bets, yeah. and because they're probably so hyped on the Raiders, yeah. they got a lot of they're jelly beans beans, flowing think? in. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, like I'm out on everybody. I'm out on I'm out on Lynch, Doug Martin. I'm out on Derek Carr. Like I, I don't like I, even right now. I'm not. I haven't Everybody. ended up with Amari Cooper anywhere. I haven't ended up with him anywhere. I you, think Amari. Cooper's I'm out on Jordy Nelson, Martavis. If you can get him for free, fine. But you know, He's according to the Raiders reporter who initially said that they would go, they were going to cut Crabtree three months before it happened. 
thinks that he's getting suspended. So I'm kind of privy to believe that guy, but it still if hasn't happened case, yet. I like Jordy then. I don't understand why just because Jordy Nelson wasn't good with Brett Hundley, who was maybe one of the worst starting quarterbacks <laughs> in the league last year, the last that, he's, that he's all of a sudden just horrible. And now he goes to play second receiver on a team. He didn't lose anything that he had. He just lost Aaron Rodgers. Now he gets Derek Carr, who is obviously a clear upgrade from Hundley. If we think this team is going to be losing as much as they are, he's going to see close to 8 to 10 targets a game. You're getting that in the 8th or ninth round, and this dude can still ball out. All right. You're right. You gave me a second thought about like, it. Like, come on. It's it's Jordy now. I think it makes sense. I would have been saying that if he was on the Packers still. I think it makes sense. If he was on the Patriots, you'd be picking him in the third round. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) Yes, you would. I'd be picking Hogan in the third round. (laughs) Um, Tom, Wester, uh, AFC East or AFC South? Scott? No, it's your pick. Scott picked the West. (laughs) Tom deferred. Uh, East. All right. Buffalo. East. I thought you said West. Yeah, we're going to save a lot of time here in the East, aren't we? Uh, Buffalo. Ugh, shady. Oh yeah. What's so we going should, on there? Yeah, we should talk about that. I don't know how much we should really delve into. Well, I think we should kind of let a, that play out. I'll, I'll, let me just say this then: there is a situation involving Lashawn McCoy that anybody who plays fantasy football needs to make themselves aware of. Factually, there's not a lot to go off of. You you should definitely give it a Google. Read what you need to read. Read as much as possible about it. Form your own opinion about it. If you want to talk about it with us on Twitter, that's great. It's really not something that we need to be getting into on this specific episode. Yeah, there's right. a there's a while before the well dust settles. Though. Yeah, uh, Chris Ivory is his backup. Yes. Yeah. So keep which that. I know. Now. <laughs> so be aware of that, but also you know let the you know when this situation plays out, it's still a Sean McCoy, and if he's if he's going to be there, he's going to be awesome. Um, we have said a lot. Maybe not on this show, but like in discussions about fantasy, because that's all we talk about even when we're not recording. Right. Kelvin Benjamin garbage time cannot be ignored. I think he could be a garbage time hero. He's done it in his past. Yeah, he's only garbage time. Yeah, like this is this has been his whole career in Buffalo last year. That's why they got him. Like this is literally the perfect fit for him. He's like, all right, I get to play in blowout minutes and get and get junk touchdowns. This is this is what I was born to do, baby. And guess what? He goes in like the fourteenth round. It's insane. Yeah, I was gonna say I have no idea what his ADP is. He's like he's ranked like the. In the forty to fifty range of wide receivers, which I guess is pretty fair, but we didn't rank him in the top forty. No, but he's going to see so many. We could have, but we didn't. He's going to see so many targets once yeah. it's twenty-one nothing at the end of the first quarter of most yeah. of the Bills games, and for that, he's worth a shot. I'm going right. to check on his ADP while we move on. All right, yeah, yeah, let's. Well, we'll move on to Miami because the big discussion is Kenyon Drake. I think with this team, uh, he's fourth, fifth, sixth ADP right now. Yep. There's reports coming out that Adam Gase really wants Frank Gore involved a lot. But if you look at what Adam Gase said, he kind of just said everything that we've been saying about Kenyon Drake already. He copied us. Yeah. like yeah. He got a ton of carries, a ton of catches because there was no one else on the team. And there was no way that that level of uh, snap and right. touch percentage was going to be maintained. Okay. This is what fine. You know, this is what Tom was just Kenny talking Drake's about. Still before. younger, faster, and more talented than Frank Gore is right now. Frank Gore, obviously, long term, one of the most talented running backs we've ever seen. Yeah. But current age thirty billion Frank Gore. You have to use two not, running backs. You yeah. know, that's that's just, Everybody's just got like two. what Tom said before. Everybody has two. Gore's gonna be there second, and that's no problem for Drake, because he'll yeah. still see all the catches and he'll get all the blowout work. Kaylin running backs. Yes, they drafted ASU. ASU. But, I mean, there is a certain amount of hype around the guy, and he's yeah. worth keeping tabs yeah. on. What did we say Kelvin Benjamin was wide receiver? 40-something. I, I don't know, the 40-50 range, I said. Yeah, but, oh, okay. Well, I thought, because you probably said, like, did you say 40? Sure. Because he's yeah. 40. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, so you nailed it. Not bad, Scott. Well, you know. Um, I pay attention to these things, guys. For the Dolphins, we've been saying this a bunch. Kenny Stills over Devontae Parker every day of the week. Kenny Stills. In the 10th round, in every single one of my leagues, Don. I've been telling you this for weeks. I'm going to follow through with it. Kenny Stills, 10th round, every single league. You will not regret it. He's locked into a huge potential target share. He's actually, over the past like four years in the league, he's like ninth in the league in touchdowns. So he's shown his ability to score in the red zone, score from deep, do it all. I absolutely love Kenny Stills. Um, We know, I know, you know, Tom especially loves to. 
speak ill of rookie tight ends, but Mike Jasicki was clearly the most athletic, most talented. It's a fart noise episode. It is. Um, but I'll he was he was clearly that the was most a real talented. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think we would be laughing a lot harder if that one was real in the Mike's picture. What are it you up. doing on the table? <laughs> um, Mike Jasicki, maybe a name to keep an eye on later in the season if you're swimming in the stream for tight ends. Maybe. Speaking of swimming in the stream, Tannehill? Eh? Positive matchup? Yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah, anybody, anybody in a positive matchup. He actually has a pretty good uh, strength of schedule this year for what that's worth, you know. He gets to play against the Jets and the Bills a couple times, and, you know, those defenses probably won't be too great. We so. would appreciate some strength of uh, passing from Tannehill. It definitely yeah. didn't work out trying well, to stream be stills. I tried to stream Cutler to a few times and it was bad. Oh, it was not good. Oh, it yeah. never went well, too. Well, it was like all the clear weeks where it was like, I'm going to stream Cutler. It was like, no. Oh, that didn't go yeah. as planned. No. Yeah. Uh, not going as planned. The story of the New York Jets. <laughs> uh, we would assume McCown is going to be the starting quarterback going into the season until he gets hurt. Uh, until or until maybe Darnold shows flashes. Um, I thought it was very nice of them to give Teddy Bridgewater a contract to let him recover uh, and eat up a roster spot for some godforsaken reason. Messed um, up, done. Great signing out of the Jets. Yeah. I, if he's fine, he's fine. Yeah. Send him out there. Yeah, I think that. Will you know, Teddy Bridgewater, who starts more games for the Jets this year, Bridgewater or Darnold? Darnold. Bridgewater. Oops. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because I, I think, think McCown, McCown is going to start yeah. the majority of the year. I think, I think until Darnold, he gets hurt, like Tom I think said. they might sit Darnold the entire season. I hope they don't, but, you know, I, I know my Jets, and they'll they'll screw it up. Yeah. Uh, the running backs. Bilal Powell, we we want him to get his shot as the lead dog in the, the Powell Crowell show. But it's also the Powell Crowell show. <laughs> running backs. Everybody's got two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Remember how fun it was to own a Jets running back last year? No. Yeah, well, get used to it again because <laughs> yeah. the same thing is going to happen. Elijah McGuire probably going to be a pretty big factor as well. The same thing is going to happen. Yep. I think they're all going to rotate in. And you're they're gonna all getting nicked like, up at some point. Oh, great. I'll tell you one guy I am growing on interest for, and it's a guy that I loved last year. It's Quincy Terrell Pryor. Oh. <laughs> I'm back in I, was, I thought Pryor, it was a new guys. one too, Tom. Well, Post-ankle surgery. Here's, here's my one thing about Pryor. His best games in his career as a wide receiver – we're catching the old pigskin from Josh McCown. All right. So he's got the rapport with him. And he's maybe cheap enough that you can take that shot. Oh, he's too. beyond cheap. You don't even need to draft oh, him. He is cheap. <laughs> he's beyond buried. He's, and this was a guy who was getting drafted in the top, you know, five or six Terrell rounds. Terrell Pryor would probably pay you to draft him in fantasy at this what point. What round do you think I got him in my dynasty startup? 24. That's that's obnoxiously low. <laughs> 19. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's pretty low. All right, sorry. Twenty four. Sorry, Terrell. Yeah. Defense. You're gonna. Yeah. Be, you might start him this year. You don't know. I hope so. Hey. But that's what Dynasty League roster space is for. You know, there's a there's just a lot of different receivers in yeah. there, so maybe that that pass rapport works well for Pryor, and yeah. he he sneaks onto the yeah because the there is roster. there's Robbie Anderson, Jermaine Curse, but there could be a suspension looming for Robbie Anderson. Right. Yeah, we're totally still not sure about that. Open up the door for uh, Pryor Curse. He's been underrated forever. I mean, yeah, he was for great sure. Last year he was great last year, especially. And then Quincy Anunua, who is kind yeah. of like a pseudo tight end in that yeah. offense, which is, is kind of funny that they got rid of Austin Severian Jenkins, didn't really replace him, yeah. and they bring back uh, Quincy Anunua. So I do kind of think that he might suck up those targets and be right. relevant. Um, yeah, so that's how I feel about all that. And uh, go Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 The Patriots. <laughs> Scott, you had a, <laughs> Scott, you asked a phenomenal question to me, and maybe Tom was here. Do the Patriots play a division game this year where the score is within two touchdowns? I was not here for that, but that's an interesting one. I'm going no. Unless, the depending Jets on the week 16 the or 17. So does Miami, but I feel like Miami took one from them last year, so they're going to be like angry against Miami and oh, just yeah. pound them into the all earth. Right. But... You know, obviously, you drafted all the all your yeah. Patriots. Chris yep. Hogan. Uh, you can draft Chris any Hogan. player on the Patriots pretty Chris, much right around their ADP, and I'd be like, fine. Chris many, Hogan's an amazing value. Yeah, how many right years now. we got left on Edelman? Uh, two. I, I think three. I think this year is going to go a really far way in finding out. You know how how he responds off the ACL and the suspension. It could be one. If yeah. he's not, you know, if he's not back in 100%. We but saw what happened with I Welker. believe that he is. I, I believe that he will come back, and you'll, you'll see another three. This is an irrelevant name that I want to bring up 
Braxton Berrios. Oh, okay. Yep. He's yep. Julian Edelman. The guy from Miami, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He is. He's Edelman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's uh, no other team but the Patriots would want. And they brought guys. nothing in to replace him. It's not like Hogan yeah. is going to go Matthews, in and do that. Yeah, you're right. But, Jordan Matthews might not make the team though. Well, he's because he's he, coming back from his own knee stuff, and he's riddled with uh, injuries, and he hasn't really knee performed stuff. to the point that uh, anyone would like to ha- have seen him perform. Yeah. And didn't oh Cordell Patterson? Yeah. Not gonna, he's going to return kicks and punts, and that's it. I agree. So Braxton Berrios yeah. suit up. Malcolm Mitchell. Maybe. Maybe it's the year. He's actually hurt, too. I'm oh, starting to um, get excited about Sony Michelle, too, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Th- I'm not. I don't know. Like, I just don't really think that Rex Burkhead is going to be getting Stop. more than Stop. 10 carries, man. 10 carries, James couple White? catches. That's what Rex Burkhead is, you know? He's like, couple carries, couple catches. That's what James White is, too. Couple carries, couple catches. So Lot that's of what Sony Michelle is, too, then. You think it's just going to be a full three, three of course. split? Yeah, but a, don't forget about Gillisley, too. Yeah, but those guys, played and Deon, oh, those guys God. played and Deion Lewis eight last year. Yeah. So there's a path where those guys play, and Sony Michelle comes in and eats. He's drafted in the first round. He is basically a Dion Lewis 2.0. <laughs> so yeah, and we're kind of right. being a bias. And here. A te- and in Tevin and he's like he's like Tevin Coleman in that eight nine ten range where it's like he you're not even driving him as a starter. You're driving him as a okay. Maybe he'll just be an RB one for me down the stretch. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe he fumbles once and never sees the light of day. Yep, but that's the gamble you maybe play with Maybe he goes them. for 204 tuts <laughs> and then oversleeps the next day like Jonas Gray. And never, never plays again. Never to be heard from again. <laughs> Banished. Yeah. I don't think they do that to a first rounder. 200 yards know. and four <laughs> touchdowns. It doesn't matter what round you were taking in. 204. <laughs> One of the so best crazy. fantasy performances Ever. of the decade probably. Yeah. Didn't play the next week. Didn't ever I, play. Belichick's the, <laughs> Belichick's the best. All right. That's why I back off the, the theory of they used a the first-round pick thing. Right. Just because they're so it's insane over there. Yeah. yeah. Like, it really doesn't yeah. matter to them. Like, but. oh, you think you're hot shit? I'll trade you to the Browns. Brandon <laughs> yeah. Collins. Ask him about it. Yeah. You're right. You're All right. righty. To the AFC South we go. Jacksonville. Bortles. The ultimate streamable quarterback. Strength of schedule, the Jags rank in the top ten in every at every single position. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. They rank inside the top like besides running back, it's all inside the top three. So this schedule is incredible for them. And it's making me absolutely love Big Len, not Big Ben, <laughs> meaning Leonard Fournette. I think these guys are just going to be... All he's got to do is show up for the team picture. Yeah, just make the team picture and, you know, tape that ankle up nice and tight, nice and strong, so you're out there and you're, and you're good to go. You know, is he going to miss a couple games? Maybe, but guess what? A lot of these running backs do. Um, I think he has the potential to be like an Ezekiel Elliott type of guy where their running game just dictates the whole game and he is just the, the yeah. battering ram. He averaged 100 yards per game when playing last year, had 10 touchdowns, so... You know the game script. Everything is going in his favor, and I just, I just think that he is an awesome, awesome value. This Marquise year. Lee is free, free ish, ish. Yeah, is he? I don't think he's free. I he's like, really. he's like tenth round, like yeah. ninth, but, tenth round. I mean, uh, number one guy they held Day-Day on to Westbrook, him instead Keenan, of Hearns and Allen Robinson. Dated Westbrook, Keenan Cole, Moncrief, all truly free. Yes, yes. that's for sure. Yeah, Dante Moncrief, you can, you I, can keep. I, I think you I could think, offer uh, me for free, and I'd be like, I'll pay for something else. I think I think Marquise Lee is worth paying for at the, at the value that he's going. Yeah. He's not going. He's not. He's not uh, expensive. Yeah, but he's not no, free. but he's also not. Free. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's worth it where he's at. All right, fair enough. Um, Asj, streamable tight end for sure, right? Week, Week one. one gets there the Giants. Go. Let's there go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Tennessee, the Derrick Henry slander. Well, will we not got, be accepted in this there's house. There's an announcement. What's that? DeMarco Murray. Oh. I would pour it out, but I'm right next to the sound mixer, <laughs> so I can't pour out my water. But for those of you listening, if you can do so safely, pour some out for DeMarco Murray, man. What a career he had. A couple of league-winning years. Oh, my God, A couple God, of league-losing yeah. years, uh, like the one in Philadelphia. He was a he was a fickle beast, that uh, <laughs> DeMarco <laughs> yeah. Murray. He was up and down, and uh, it was a joy ride to have. It was a roller coaster. Yep. Some years, 
You won the league. Some years you lost. Oh, oh you want me to? You want yeah, to give yeah, me the odds of getting this one off? Um, this was a tweet I had in response to Tom uh, sending out the uh, basically rest in peace to Demarco Murray. Um, Demarco was and always will be a fantasy legend. 2014, he carried the ball 392 times. We may never see that number of carries again till Saquon. And right. caught 57 passes. So that's, that's 449 40s. touches oh <laughs> for 2,251 yards and 13 touchdowns. May that never be forgotten. <laughs> or, right, or replicated. It's, yeah, just, I don't, I don't want to know the poor soul that has to do that. That season was uh, unbelievable. That was wild. And he just carried that team, and he was, he was awesome. Yeah. But in his wake, I think Derrick Henry – is going to be the guy. And I yeah. know that Deion Lewis Nobody is, is else coming. does, though, no, anymore. It's, it's like just me and you. It's so weird. Two running backs. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just, there's just two running backs. Yeah, but now. why is Deion right. Lewis's ADP ahead of Derrick Henry's? PPR, then? because, so yeah. like, it's basically. I'm not because, buying it, man. Well, it's because, like I was alluding to maybe a few weeks ago, ESPN has uh, converted to full point PPR being their new standard, right? Right. So full point PPR, I would lean. Uh, Deion Lewis, although I love Derrick Henry. And then Yahoo, half point PPR. And just a lot of people play PPR. So that's yeah. I think that's what it is. If you're going to decide between the guy who catches and the guy who... Does, I mean, he does, though. He, he does. does catch. He, he does. But yeah. I just think that people go for Deion Lewis because of that. Don, don't worry about those people, all right? <laughs> Let them do it because we Let will be wrong. Derrick Henry later all the time. Deion Lewis, only year. I'll say it one more time. I've been saying it the whole time. Deion Lewis played one season ever in which he played 16 games. And it was and he, last year. And he, he barely played at the beginning of last season. So yeah. he really has never played a full 16-game workload. Derek On Henry team. is an absolute horse. He's getting the tuds. And he very well could be the only back in town. And like, like we've been saying the whole episode, these teams are running with two backs. Yeah. Even the offensive coordinator said, these guys are 1A and 1B. We're going to use them both, and we're going to use them both a ton. People right. just throw it to the running back way more now, just how it is. Yeah, yeah. that's how it is. Um, it's easier. And they're quick. <laughs> I feel like between the three of us, I don't think there's a player who's ended up collectively on our mock draft rosters more than Corey Davis. Marvin Jones. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't do a mock without Marvin Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do a draft without Marvin Jones. Um, but I'm, I I agree with you, Don. I think he's one of my absolute favorite uh, like late target values. This guy was a top five overall pick, and he's a stud. You know, he had a great pl- showing in the playoffs, and I think he's going to build upon that in a new offense. Hopefully, they'll give him some more opportunities to go out there and just boss people around. Eric Decker's targets have evaporated and should. A lot of them should find their way to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Delaney Walker still garners 100 targets a year, so that's the only concern. Rashard really. Matthews gets his helping, too. Yep. Yeah. So I'm not uh, cuckoo for Corey. Yeah. but That's fine. <laughs> but, but the value he's going, like, you don't no, have I, to be. I, yeah, I fourth receiver, really, or desperate third receiver. I understand, right. that the up, I understand the upside. It's certainly yeah. There. Yeah. The upside is But I think is this there. is my Emmanuel Sanders Cooper Cup range. Yeah, so, where it's just like he he's not even in consideration when you're just scrolling right past him and going yeah. right to Cup. Or, yeah. That's fair because yeah. Cup rules. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, <laughs> baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mariota. Is, he was drafted as a starter last year. Not this he's year. He's a streamer this year, though. <laughs> oh, he's on the stream. Yeah. yeah. Week one. Stream. Week one, he plays Miami, by the way. Oh, Book that love one. It. That's love a, it. That's a good stream. That's a very good one. Good draftable stream, too, because he's going super late. You can kind of get him as you're knowing that you're going to stream him and... You know, maybe you can ride it out with him. We'll see. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been thinking on that one as yeah. I've been going through. Like, ooh, I like Mariota against Miami week one. All righty. How about Indianapolis? Uh, Luck looking like he'll be back, which is a huge bump for T.Y. Allen. T.Y. Hilton, especially with T.Y. Hilton's ADP, because T.Y. Hilton's getting drafted as a wide receiver, too, right now. Please and stay that way. wild. It's awesome. I mean, I, I'm all over T.Y. if Andrew Luck's going to play. I think Andrew Luck's going to play, so therefore I'm all over T.Y. Yes. Yeah. I don't see anyone else in the offense that should be targeted as much. I can't sell you Marlon Mack with Robert Turbin getting suspended. And the only oh, running back You can definitely sell me more than that. There's a lot of like there's a lot of RB three four range. I'd there's like a, to take Naheem Hines just way later. 
There's, right. there's a lot of talk on a rookie named Jordan Wilkins, too, yeah. who was drafted like fifth round, who's like apparently in the mix because apparently Marlon Mack is still kind of working through his shoulder injury, but it seems like he'll be ready for week one. And well, anyone with luck in the offense, you know, the, the upside is there and the value for where they're getting picked is, is great. Like Mack is like a 10th rounder right now. Two's yeah. company, but three's a crowd in an NFL backfield, True. you know? So I, I know we've been saying, yeah, they should use more than one guy now. Two is good. But three, and this has the potential to be three. Jets, we hate because this is yep. going to be three. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you get to those numbers, Browns, except that Duke has like a He's basically a, a receiver. Duke is like a wide flex. receiver. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's a real-life flex. flex yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's one fear. You know, if they work yeah. all these yeah. guys in, then it's going to be tough. Okay. Uh, Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron, I feel like the plan should be don't draft either of them and figure out who the alpha is and stream that guy when you want to. Yeah, I think if Jack Doyle is going to get drafted, which is risky business. But you know, that's that's how you live when you draft a tight end. You know, you're you're risking it anyway. Yeah. So um, I'm sometimes not sometimes there's piranhas in the stream. I'm not picking either one. Right. I'd literally rather one draft yeah. Antonio Gates today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and not just, on a team. Not, yeah, <laughs> and even if he doesn't play, just drop him, pick up Vince yeah. McDonald. Luke or you, you can drop it. him and pick up the next guy on the team we're talking about now, Stephen Anderson from the Texans. Yes, I um, like that one. We've talked a Sneaky. lot about how Deshaun Watson's ADP is going to be way too high for us to be able to get him, but I love every other player on the Texans this year. Yeah, this is a good way to own uh, a piece of it. Sneakily. Yeah, you might yeah, as well. One of the, uh, I've ended up with Will Fuller in the ninth or 10th a lot where I'm yeah, not even nice. starting him. He went nuts with Deshaun Watson. DeAndre Hopkins went nuts with Deshaun Watson. DeAndre, of course, went nuts with... Everybody. This is another uh, strength of schedule standout where, you know, they they have a very favorite. Everyone in the AFC South kind of has a, a pretty nice schedule coming up. I guess they play one of the worst NFC divisions and, you know, all that all that crap that goes into making a nice schedule yeah. for you. But um, the Texans, like we've been saying, you know, the year to year, the tight end, uh, uh, you know, ineptitude kind of transitions from year to year. They're number one strength of schedule. So when we saw that, me and Don were saying, Steven Anderson for absolutely free. Steven A. Steven A. Smith. <laughs> or as long not- as he stays <laughs> off so weak. Duh. And if not Ryan Griffin from last year, you know, it's going to yeah. be one of those two guys. So keep an eye out week one. Whoever gets the first tub, pick him up, write him out. You're going to tell me that LeBron James is going to join the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> and Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to play with him? <laughs> it's asinine! That was like Taffer mixed in with that. I'm sorry. No, it was um, good. I just, I, what? you know, I was outclassed. I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At what round does Deshaun Watson slip to where you guys start to think about taking him? Does it matter? I don't know, seven? Because he's not going to slip really yeah. easy. He's not going to go to seven. Yeah. Yeah, I All think right. a lot of my a lot of my mocks and a lot of my strategy has been draft three running backs and three wide receivers in the first six rounds. Yeah, seven is where you can start to get, and seven is it. where you start to get a little loose. Because that's you know? when I showed you guys that mock. <laughs> I had Greg Olson in the seventh. Right. So, so I think the seventh is where I'll get, I'll allow and myself. In the seventh, to get, you might be able to get. Speaking of Greg Olson, you might be able to get Cam. And I think you know, depending on you know, I, I might want Cam instead of Deshaun Watson. At his value compared to Watson's. Yeah, I mean, Watson's already gone yeah. in this hypothetical. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm assuming he's not going to make it to the rounds in which I would. But if he made it to the seventh, I would obviously jump all over. Yeah. All right. Interesting. It's an interest. The Texans are maybe my most interesting team because even with Lamar Miller, like he's going in the eighth round and he was running back eight yeah, with Deshaun like Watson in there. And Deontay Foreman, who we perceive to be the handcuff, who, by the way, probably won't make the start of the season. But yeah. even if he does, he's free. Yep. So you can handcuff Lamar Miller if you Week want to. Week two. Yeah, exactly. Not even at the draft. Yep. So um, I really like every Texan except Deshaun Watson based on their current value. Yeah, me Because DeAndre Hopkins, there are people who are taking Saquon before him. There are people who are taking Odell before him. You could theoretically get DeAndre Hopkins at the seventh pick of the first round, and I think that's an awesome value for him. Yeah, especially so, in a full PPR. So I'm big on the Texans this year. That's my new uh, That's my new stance. Yeah, I'm with you. They're you guys be like great. it or no? I like their defense this year, too. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Great streaming option. Kai Forbath, right? He's their kicker. <laughs> is he? Is no, he no, he, no. They have uh, the guy with the crazy name, Fairbairn. Fairbairn. Kaimi, oh, yeah. uh, Kaimi uh, Fairbairn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's I how you pronounce Jamie in Spanish. <laughs> I hate kickers so much that I don't even know. I thought Kai, Kai Forbath a Viking, though, right? Can you name one kicker that yeah. you like? Uh, Vinatieri. All right, Vinatieri. we're good. You better like Tucker, man. He's all right. He sings. And he kicks 70 bombs in his spare time. Whatever. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, if you would like to talk more about our hate for kickers or Tom's hate for kickers, uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at RutzFF. You can hit up Tom specifically at HillierFF. Scott is at WagsFF if you'd like to reminisce more about DeMarco Murray's illustrious and interesting career. Awesome. Uh, don't forget also to hit me up at Why So Serious if we want to talk about uh, the Texans and how great they're going to be this year. Uh, please be sure to hit us up on Instagram at RutzFF as well. On we gotta Instagram, get the, straight flex. we got to get the this many Sundays count started, by the way. We're going to hit seven next week. Well, Let's we'll go. go. Uh, what's that, Michael Vick? That's what we had last year. Yeah, well, I could just read yeah, no way. <laughs> there's plenty of them out there. There's there's plenty you of gifts out there. Yeah, just retweet it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> check out that smash that RT button uh, at Ruts FF. We will see you guys next week. Enjoy your week. We will see you soon. And until next time, keep scoring. Hey!